Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week we're talking about Mega Death Grips. You take a mortal man. I am Jared. Caleb. I'm Dax. It's Tyler here. I thought we were going to do uh, the Dave Mustaine intro with your voice. Well, I, I didn't feel comfortable with it. I, maybe, I'm not, maybe give it a little go real quick. Right now I have a bit of a migraine headache. That's my best good. go at it. There you go. I don't know if it's good or not. And now uh, no one can listen to the rest of the episode because their ears are bleeding. Can everyone stop everything for a second? Sweating bullets! I hate when you do that. I know. Also, your headphone cord is way too short. I I'll, don't know how many times i got to tell you. I'll work on it. Hmm. Doesn't sound right. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here, indeed? I assume we're starting with Megadeth. That's what... Well, I don't know. What do you think? I, I have a lot more to say about uh, Megadeth than I do Death Grip. So we sh- we shall... I, li- I like the idea of when we start, we start with the name's starting okay. point. All right. So when fair. you start a show, you start... If it's Mega Death Grips, you start with Megadeth, and then you end with Death Grips. All right. It's just... Yeah. It flows What with the an name. idea. So... Megadeth was was started by Mr. Dave Mustaine after his... Uh, Sorry, I don't understand that name unless you say it. Dave Mustaine! Thank you. Does like he after say his, his own name like that? No, nah, yeah. he, he's very oh, soft-spoken. He it's, it's, it's funny because the way he sings and the way that he speaks are very different. But... Um, Your favorite. <clears throat> oh, boy. He, um, he was dismissed <laughs> by, from... <laughs> He was dismissed from Metallica due to substance abuse and some some issues with anger and other things. He was fired. Yeah, he was fired. Oh yeah, he, he was, was kicked kicked right out, canned right before the release of uh, Kill 'Em All. Well, oh, they didn't re- they didn't record it. I don't think. I, I think there's some demos that he did guitar work on, but yeah, he was not in. He was in Metallica briefly. Uh, I read a thing where he went in to uh, audition to be the guitarist, and he was just messing around on the guitar in the other room, and he's like, so what are we going to do, this audition or what? And they're like, you're in the band. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, he didn't even have to actually audition because him practicing was enough to be in the band. And they're just like, let's go get beers. Well, That's a good audition. That's a pretty good audition. That's a good yeah. way for things he to He didn't go. even submit a resume. No, he. I doubt he had one at that point. Well, it just would have said drugs. Mm-hmm. So, like, it wouldn't even had his name on no. it. Just a piece of paper that says drugs, drugs on, on it. it. No, it wouldn't have said drugs. It would have just had drugs on it. Oh, yeah, okay. but they would have been labeled. So actually, oh, a have... circle place drugs here. Oh, that's good. Oh. I have he... a, I have a better idea. He has a full resume. Yeah, it's all actually like written very like accordingly. It's well formatted, Times New Roman twelve point font, but it's rolled into a joint. Ooh. That's pretty good. Like a big joint. It would be better if it was Aryan eleven point. That's my preference. Oh, but my bad. Okay, I didn't know. I don't. I can, I've never I known deal. your font preference until deal. this moment. So yeah, I know. I like Comic Sans. Oh, That's you why would. you suck. <laughs> you. Would That's why you can't make. Sans. No one will trust you to make signs, <laughs> posters, uh-huh. any type of you know digital media with wording on it. Perhaps Basically, a website. I wish you could speak in Comic Sans so I could just ignore you entirely. That's fair. <laughs> I'm the one who made all the good band, bad band stuff. I should have used Comic No, you're Sans. not. Cody did that. That's true. That's you true. didn't do anything. 
Oh, man. Swag. Do you do anything? Everybody's got to do it by the end of this episode. I'm not doing it. Do it, text, do it. I'm not going to do it. I hate that. Anytime that I say Why sweating bullets. Why don't you bullets, like that song? I hate when he does that. I it's, hate when he does that. And now nobody knows which he I'm talking about. Because li- it hurts my ears. Let's listen to the real thing. You don't do it justice at all. I know. He does it like a show choir, like a show (laughs) tune. I I do it very feminine. Mm. You do, but he, he, Dax does it like a, like a voiceover for a cartoon where no one, you don't want them to know who you are. People have to guess who's making these voices. A cartoon, Mm. you say? Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of cartoons, pull up, pull up a little clip here, if you will. (laughs) Play a little bit of a. What was this called? Again? <laughs> Duck Dodgers. Play a little bit you of. You don't even game. remember. Oh, I can't read it from this far away. My eyes hurt. This is. Please welcome. Go ahead. This is Mr. Dave Mustaine and Megadeth featured on the cartoon Duck Dodgers. Remember? Pretty good. It seems like a childish, less funny Metalocalypse. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. That. He really does have the perfect voice for cartoons. Though. I want him to do more cartoons. Like just actually go into voiceover work instead of doing Megadeth? Yeah, that would be amazing. Like he could be the next Joker. He could be the next Mark Hamill. Mm. I like that you said Joker first. I don't know. The, fir- the Joker does a, a lot of voiceover I mean, work. No, when I think he does, like, when I think voiceover, I think Mark Hamill, and then I think Joker. That makes well, sense. obviously, you thought of Joker first, and then Mark Hamill. It's the same person. Yeah, it's, he does the voice. Yeah, he does the voice. We live in a society. Gwen Stefani <laughs> does the voice. Mm. She so, does. Right. I, I thought everybody was going to say various things, but nobody did. I thought you were looking at me, so I was looking at you. So, Jared, you, you brought this up uh, already because you brought up Metallica. Do you want to talk about the big four a little bit? I Yes. Uh, the big Megadeth are a part of what is considered the big four in thrash metal, which features Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, and Slayer. They are known as the big four in metal, and I've seen all three uh, sans, sans Metallica. All four Sans Metallica. There you go. Besides Metallica, sorry. But I was going to see Metallica at a festival, and it would it was raining the entire time that they were supposed to play, and they just kept postponing it and postponing it, and we were just like, let's just get out of here and let's just leave. So we did. I think they played it like, what, one in the morning yeah, finally? Yeah, something like Ugh. that. It was like a Sunday night, so like we had stuff going on the next day. We were like, this is just not going to happen. Just yeah. play in the rain, fellas. 
Play in the rain. Well, it was like a thunderstorm, so like it was, you know, it's for the safety of the crowd. It's for the safety of the crowd. That would have been hardcore. Can you imagine somebody getting struck by lightning yeah. you know, at a yeah. metallic show? Okay, that's right. It's hardcore when the stage collapses and kills people. Would they have been thunderstruck? Okay, you know, and you're not allowed to do that either, are we? We can't do any of these things. Well, people still don't put do death it. in the podcast. Cut that one out there. <laughs> God, uh, oh it's about mega death. Mega Ooh. Death groups. This is a death-centered episode. It's almost oh, like so our short. Halloween right. episode. <laughs> oh, Halloween. Well, you so, know what? Speaking of that, yeah. um, Megadeth has a song that I like that came out around 2000, I think 2009, called Head Crusher. And uh, uh, yes. this is going to throw to Mr. Tyler in his featured section of medieval... Um, uh, medieval torture devices? Yeah, go ahead. The history of medieval torture devices, the head crusher. Hold on. <laughs> this is one I'm less familiar with. I better get, I better make sure that I don't mess, mess up this segment. Oh, of course, you can only when you type in head. How often just, do you get to say? I mean, you've got to say it for the Iron Maiden, the Iron Maiden episode, and you brought it up because of, you know, that was that is a a medieval torture device, a, a Iron Maiden, and now we have another one in the same genre of metal. It's true, the head crusher. <laughs> hmm. Look at him. He's reading about torture devices and chuckling to himself. Did you read about this? It, all all I read was about the the song. Did you know it's a metal device? Oh. oh. That's what they say. It's obviously in terms of the material. Okay, yeah. Yes, well, you know. Well, you know, so you put the victim's jaw in the dangon thing, and then there's a head in cup, that, and then you get, just... Get in the gum thing? There's a plate in which you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then there's a a dome attached to a screw. So it's got a frame, and they stick the dome on your head and just screw her down. And then your jaw's sitting on this plate, and it just crushes your head. Yeah, from the head crusher. At least your bottom, your lower jaw is intact. That was oh, nice. For, for dental record purposes. Yeah. Oh, my God. They can identify you. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's necessary because your head will be completely crushed speaking of death clock as you mentioned previously when i saw megadeth in 2011 they were on a co-headlining i thought oh never mind. of uh the mayhem festival and death clock actually alleviated megadeth from that tour they replaced them um it was disturbed and godsmack and megadeth were the three headliners and then trivium and machine head were uh, going back and forth as the fourth headliner on that tour. And I went with my friend Colin uh, back in, I mean, that was a long time ago. It's 2019 now, so it was about eight years, you know, going on that I saw the the band Megadeth. And it was pretty good. They were everything I thought they would be seeing them live. It was, you know, it was pretty good. I would see them again probably in, like, because it was at a festival, an outside festival, and they probably only played about 45 minutes or so. So if I could see them inside somewhere, I'd probably would. And actually, I had planned on going to see them because they were opening up for Ozzy Osbourne on his second leg of his No More Tours tour two. <laughs> <laughs> but his he number, had to postpone that tour because he had uh, some health issues and also he fell. He had a fall at his house. So he has been recovering from that so they postponed it from this year until next year and also 
Unfortunately, Dave Mustaine, the lead singer of Megadeth, currently has throat cancer. So oh. he is trying to recover from that. So it's Way it's to, a pretty yeah. bad pretty bad times for old Megadeth right Way to now. bring it down. Thanks. Well, bring I'm it just, on down. Do you think Death Clock spelled their name because the, the way they did because of Megadeth? Maybe. Actually, the re, the way that um Megadeth got their name was in a political pamphlet that was passed out in California by one of the the governors or senators. I'd read it earlier. I don't remember the guy's name. It's really not that important. But within it, it said something about the society has a mega death on whatever. And he's like, oh, mega death, that's pretty good. And so he, he actually, the way that they spelled it was D E A T H, and he changed it to D E T H. Yeah. It's not metal to use A's. Oh, yeah. No. That's Absolutely why not. metal is spelled M E T L. Mm, that's true. Period. Because it's abbreviated. That's a good point. Yeah. True. Um, I had something. I forgot. Oh. Was it about the Mega Cruise? No. (laughs) What, a metal cruise? Yeah, it's the Mega Cruise. It's Megadeth's own personal cruise. Happened last month. Megadeth wasn't there. Due to the cancer. Oh, I flicked. Okay. Megadeth wasn't there. What's up with that? His his whole cancer thing. He couldn't couldn't perform. It's not very metal to not push through. Mm. Well, Mm. I I don't know about throat cancer. I think that it might do a bit of damage to you to be able to sing on a tour. Throat cancer is pretty rough. I guess a tour. Dave just told me it's pretty rough. But he was also. But it was a tour as well. But yeah, you're right. Sing on your boat. (laughs) 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 I could do this whole episode like Uh, this. What if the entire and you know, let me just say no disrespect, Dave, but. Maybe he's making it up because he's afraid of water. <laughs> that, that's it. Oh, I could why? see that. It's just a, it's just an <laughs> excuse been, not to get on the boat. He's been so nervous about water ever since he's been sweating bullets. <laughs> it seems strange that he would have booked the cruise. It was his idea, but maybe it's a whole ruse to trick people into thinking he's not afraid of water. Oh, a cruise ruse, you say? Oh, a cruise ruse. <laughs> and he got a handshake. Okay, that's good enough. We're past Thank 100. You. That's it doesn't wonderful. matter anymore. Oh, all right. So who's the best of... Who's the oldest first? Who's the oldest of the of the big four? I would have to assume that it would be... I think it's Metallica. I would, have, I would think. I would think so. I think it's Metallica. And if actually... it's not them, it's probably Slayer. Because I think Anthrax was a little bit later. I think um, that's correct. And then obviously, obviously Megadeth came after, after Metallica, Metallica. So... Well, who's the best? That's a good question. Megadeth. My my opinion is really? Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think if I I'm not a big thrash metal person, but if I had to choose, I think I'd probably just choose Metallica. And yeah, I don't that's like Metallica fair. that much. See, popularity wise. Yeah, they're sure. the way bigger as a band. But I and I mean they have Megadeth's biggest hit is Symphony of Destruction, for sure. None of their other hits are even close. But Metallica has way more hits and all of their big hits are bigger than symphony yeah i and i think that probably megadeth has better music in terms of like political like they they talk about politics they talk about uh earth conservation they talk about like a lot of things that are way more important than the things that metallica talks about but metallica are bigger way like for sure way bigger but it would be nice if they would do... They've talked about it, and it would be really cool if they do another Big Four tour. Yeah. They've done it before, but it's been a kind of an, on a smaller scale. 
but I would I would go to that for sure. Oh. But Slayer are retiring, so they're not last, be part of it. I don't know. Slayer is pretty good too, though. Last last favorite question: Who who's the best? Who's your favorite guitar player from the Big Four out of the four bands? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, do you have somebody right away? Yeah, Scott Ian. Scott Ian uh, is super cool. Yeah, he's Scott pretty cool. Pretty he guy. is like the coolest guy. That's fair, actually. I don't think I could really dispute that as a choice. Dave Mustaine, okay. Scott Dave is, he's way a good guitarist. Yeah, Dave is very technically proficient. That's a big thing for Megadeth is that their guitar playing is very, very consistently strong, which is why they're always on Guitar Hero, man. Oh man, Scott yeah. So Hangar Eighteen was on there. Sick tunes. Didn't want to put it on the list. Sick. They wrote stuff for Guitar Hero, like Didn't specifically they? for Guitar Hero. Oh, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, they wrote. Uh, Jared, what was that? Everything was written for it, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. That was the the rumor around town, and I don't know, because I didn't look into it, was that when Guitar Hero came out, at least the first one, they couldn't get rights to any of those songs, so they just had to play them and record them yeah. for the video game itself. Yeah. Yeah, they had their own bands do it. Was it the final battle? It was... Oh, God damn it! hold on. Anyways, in 2000... Well, actually around 2003... Dave Mustaine had, well, it was actually before that. So Dave Mustaine fell asleep on his arm, and he had um, some paralysis that made it that he could not play guitar anymore, and he disbanded Megadeth because... Wait, wait. He fell asleep on his arm yes. and put his arm to sleep. Yeah, and it Like anyone recover. does. And then, yeah, when he took his head off... Well, it was uh, for a long period of time, apparently, enough where it did <laughs> some long-lasting damage. So he fell it's asleep metal. on his yeah I know very metal. He fell asleep on his arm and did damage to his said arm, and it did not recover. So he disbanded Megadeth, thinking he would not be able to do it anymore. Because I mean, he's what can you do with a sleepy arm? What right. can you do with a sleepy arm? So, he just had permanent tingle in it, and there's no medication for that. That's friend. correct. So we've, he we've did. We've never had another instance of this happen. <laughs> no. We have no. We have I no medical procedures. That. I can't even believe that. I lit- I don't believe it. I really don't. He made it up. It's mm. for his biopic. It's for the cruise. It's for the cruise. <laughs> it's for the. Ted. Oh boy. Anyway, so he um so he did physical therapy like five days a week and had to reteach his arm how to work, not just like work completely, but how to play guitar and everything. So then he actually got it back to, you know, the way it was prior. His arm woke up. His arm woke up. And so then he got the, the got the got the band back together. And um so then Megadeth came back and he he decided that he wanted to be a, a religious man and he said he'd rather live his life believing that there is a god and thinking that he's right in the end than living his life thinking there wasn't a God and being wrong. That's kind of his kind of his uh, mindset on it. Do you think you got any of that mindset from Pastor Brad? Maybe. A little bit of Pastor Brad, everybody. What do you mean I came from a monkey? Maybe you came from a monkey. What do you mean God doesn't love me? He died on a cross for me, didn't he?
Pastor Ooh. Brad rocks. Pastor Brad. Check him out on YouTube, everybody. Pastor Brad, everybody. Uh, how many views does that have? That has a total of uh, 1,900 views. That's a hidden gem. That is a hidden gem. That's a hidden gem if I've ever seen one. That is that is deep, deep in the, the dark web of, of Deep YouTube. into YouTube, everybody. Here's what's, Check the rest. Here's what's kind of weird. So it says, Pastor Brad, a Christian parody of Megadeth. But since Dave Mustaine had severe sleepy arm and is now... A religious man, how can you be a Christian parody of Christian already happening Megadeth? Good question. That's a good question. Right. Pastor Brad needs to rethink. I googled severe sleepy arm and you can't find it, but you can find arms falling asleep at night like the rest of my body. Number one Google result. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Did you just type in permanent sleepy arm? I said severe sleepy arm. Okay. And then I just put severe... Well, I just put severe sleepy arm. <laughs> Good. Because that's, you know, in my brain, that's what the condition would be called. It could have something to do with his neck. He does have neck problems. Too much head banging. That would make sense. That's a real thing. It's on it's on his Wikipedia page. Oh. Yeah, he did so much head banging, he has neck and spinal problems. That is, that is a, a career move that you don't expect to have. That's yeah. not that's not something that like when when metal was like coming up that they were like this is going to be an issue. I think we're all going to have neck and back issues because of our headbanging. But here we are now in the the throes of metal becoming old and we're finding these things out now. You get sleepy arm, you get broken necks. He had radial neuropathy. There you go. He did, huh? It's also known as Saturday night palsy. Okay. That doesn't like sound that. Right. I don't think you can do that. That doesn't work. Saturday night. Really? That's what it said. But there's no source, so I don't know about it. Okay. It was. It says, which left him unable to grasp or even make a fist with his left hand. He fell asleep with his left arm over the back of a chair, which caused compression of the radial nerve. Why, hmm. did, he, why did he do that? Oh, we're not oh. talking about the neck anymore. Oh, no. I was talking about his arm. Oh. That's the, yeah. We were talking about his neck. And his back. Because he didn't, he didn't get in the... Butt. Yeah. <laughs> In his butt, too. Uh, it sounds like he should have done more squats and maybe the four-way neck machine occasionally so he can strengthen them neck muscles. He should have got one of those elastic rubber bands that you get, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear if you go completely numb, you know, or you just totally limp yeah. from the shoulders up, then you when you headbang, your body naturally conforms to the shape of the headbanging motion and you don't get injured. Oh, that would be neat. Right. How convenient. The There's a song on... The Beavis and Butthead Experience CD that I had as a child that I found that we brought up at a previous episode talking about what was the share one? Oh, that was believe, uh, right? Buck Sherry. Buck Sherry. Go back oh. and listen to that one. And um, they did a on that CD, they did I Got You Babe featuring Beavis and Butthead and Cher. But on this one, it's a song called 99 Ways to Die. Morning hours, I'll have one more yesterday. A day glass from tomorrow, cause I burned up my today. If I get up to the top, I know I'll just go back downhill. I've got a damn and no future, and it's time to rock my world. Whoa. 
a good tune. The, the beginning of that song on that CD, Beavis and Butthead are like, ha ha, listen to Megadeth. Ha ha. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. Murder. Yeah. Mm. Fire, fire. Yeah. Murder. Blech. They also have uh, that's actually a that's actually a different show, but I like doing it anyway. Oh, it's Brack, yes, or it's Zorak, Zorak actually, specifically. Yes, but, yes. Um, on I think that on the thing that we listened to is the song called "A Tout Le Monde." Yes, but the the version that I put in there is not as good, and I didn't realize that I put the wrong version in. There's a version of "A Tout Le Monde" that features uh, Christina Scabia, which is the lead vocalist of the band Lacuna Coil. And it's basically like kind of a duet version, and it's um, it sounds a little bit different than the version we listen to. But I like that version a lot. It's, it's probably one of their best songs that is not Symphony of Destruction. What's it mean? A tout le monde? Do you know it? Well, le monde is the world. No, that's the monde. Well, hmm. yes, that's what it means. Oh, I don't hmm. know. To everyone, to all my friends, I love you. I have to leave. It means to all the world. There you go. Mm. This is. It was accused of being a pro-suicide song. Mm. Aren't they all? Aren't they all, indeed. It's heavy metal. What do you do? What I guess you just you listen to Judas Priest instead so that they can be the ones that tell you. That's so true. The good band, perhaps. Judas Priest? <laughs> yeah, that's I it. I Caleb, would you like to uh, bring it to Death Grips? I would love to... Get, 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 got, 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 got blood rushed in my head. They hot lock popping off the fucking block. Not clocking wristlet, watch me top off. Death grips, everybody. Pretty sweet. What do you guys think about death grips? This, I, I don't, Jared. I know you haven't really listened to death grips up. To not this that point. much. I, I was this into is it. One of, this is one of those those bands that I think you would not like because you think that I like them, which makes you not want to listen to them. That is accurate. <laughs> That's the boat I'm in. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, who does, is it what who cruise are you on? Are you on the, okay? Are you on We're the, off the boat home. now? Are you on the Death Grips cruise? No, go home. Uh, <laughs> he, okay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't. I couldn't get into them. Mm-hmm. I've tried before. I want to like them. Yeah, but the whole glitchy trancy thing—it's uh, just never gotten. So even me. today, you didn't get into it. Because no. the Money Store is a really good album. Money Store is a great album. That's their debut record. Well, yeah. technically, they're not their technical debut because their debut album is Ex Military, but Ex Military is kind of a, a weird beast. So Money Store is kind of their proper debut LP. Yeah. I feel like Ex Military's issue was that it had a lot of sampling, and I think it was samples that they weren't allowed to use, if I remember correctly, which is why it's not on Spotify. So <laughs> I, I would consider that more of like a like a mixtape almost and then money store is an actual proper that's really where death grips kind of sounded more like death grips and then went forward from that sound with all their other albums so money store is really predominantly their biggest like their biggest hit i guess as a band and they've progressively continued to release music from there i like their music but none of it has been like at the same level as the money store from my perspective, but there's definitely some good albums. Like there, I think it was Bottomless Pit was the one that came out last year, 2016. Last year was Year of the Snitch. Oh, that's right, Year of the Snitch. That's right. But, but I, Bottomless Pit was the early one. Yeah. Yeah. I see the powers that be around too. Mm-hmm. That's a 20, their 2015 release. That's I see the that double sitting, LP sitting around. I think so. Let me check. Yes. 
The yeah. double. Yeah, the double LP. That was when they were supposedly going to break up. So they, which is, that one's a really weird one. They like said that they were going to break up, but they didn't break up at all. There was almost no break in time hmm. at all. Reconsidered. Didn't they just not want a tour or something like that? It kind of was a cop out to do a tour. Probably. It's kind of, that's what I kind of gathered from. Can't you just be like, reading. no? What, what label are they on? I don't oh, even know if they're on a label. That's the question. Well, they're, they they're, were, okay, so they were on a label. They were on, Third they Worlds. made Third Worlds. That's their label. Okay. They were previously on, I think, Epic. Let me verify first. I do see that they were. Well, there was a whole situation. Well, I know, well, the Money Store at least was released on Epic. Yes, Epic Records. So they had an album that was going to be released um, through Epic after the Money Store, which was uh, No Love Deep Web, which is an interesting album because it had a lot of conflict over the album because I'm pretty sure that's the one where the album cover is. Yeah, uh, that's a blurry deal, though. Zach Hill, no, it's Zach Hill's erect penis. Oh, my God. It is the erect penis Oh, of my. the like the guy who does the production for the album. Is it, so on the album, it's just a black bar. Well, it's it's in in Spotify, it's pixelated. Oh, is it pixelated? I thought yeah, it was just it's a, black a pixelate. Bar. It's a pixelated edited. I've in, seen on I've Spotify. Also, I've also seen it as a, just a black bar. Yeah. So, but they what they did was was that on that album they wanted to release it um, earlier, but they had intended to, or maybe it was later. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, so they wanted to release it earlier because their label wanted to release it in 2013, and so they just released it. They self-released it uh, for legal download on BitTorrent. Nice. And so they self-released the album, and Epic just canned them. They were like, "Nope, we're done with you. If you're gonna release your album self, like as like yeah, you can't really do self-release that. album without the label. Then obviously we can't keep you on here. So then they made their own label. Yeah, because you can see that one says Third Worlds, but it's under exclusive license to Harvest Records. So they must have a distribution only situation. On, only well. in October. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, Harvest. Ah, uh, they released their albums at the right Harvest time. So it looks like other, yeah. Looks like a couple of them are exclusive licensed to Harvest, which I mean, it must have been something to do with the studio time or something of that nature. But if you've released on your own album, you don't. I don't have to tour if I don't want to. If I released on my own, yeah, that's true. On my own. What is uh, uh, what do you know of their relationship with Miss Bjork, Bjork aka Bjork, Bjork rhymes with jerk? Bjork rhymes with jerk. Yeah, uh, she, is it? It's not really aka. That's what it is. What it is? Your name? Ooh, your uh, name was the aka. Yeah. So the, apparently they have support for each other, like dual support and so death grips has done a couple covers of bjork songs and i think that they also there there's something else that i saw like about. a remix i think is yeah. what i read yeah they remixed something called Sacri- uh, sacrifice death grips remix uh-huh so. and they, they remixed a couple songs of biophilia what's is that what the up my sleeves is oh, i don't want to know what's up your sleeves thank you i don't know i don't really answer that question mm-hmm. i think up my sleeves is just a, a regular song off the album but i could be wrong about that Maybe well, Up My you, Sleeves is the one that has Bjork's um, vocals same, on yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Because if you type in Death Grips Bjork on YouTube, that, the mm-hmm. first thing is Up My Sleeves. So it's, I figured it had some kind of correlation, but I don't know what it is. I would bet you that her vocals are just on there because I know that on the, the album they had, they had used a sample of her vocals on some of their songs. So You know what Death Grips reminds me of? What does Death Grips remind you of? GMC Faux Show. Mm-hmm. Who? Rifle Burrs. What? Play Rifle Burrs. This is the hardest beat anybody's ever heard. It's made out of gunshots. 
Gunshots on the beat. Put you over here harder than that. Taking off our shirts, about to make these rifles burst. Taking off our shirts, about to make these rifles burst. Taking off our shirts, about to make these rifles burst. Taking off our shirts, about to make these rifles burst. Burst, burst, burst. Hmm. Yeah. If you were to tell me That's that was an early release by the same people, I would totally believe it. No, you it. wouldn't have. I would believe There's it. There's only two layers to that song. Early, I said. No. That's dumb. <laughs> what you said is just dumb. I stand by it. Okay, well, that's Well, fine. this is what early Death Grips actually sounds like, because this is one of their best songs off of Ex-Military. It's like the same thing. Yeah, knew you're gonna say it. Knew you're gonna say it. Solidifying your dumb status. Sold. Guillotine on uh, X Military. Uh, Guillotine was on X Military, and then it was released as a single. Guillotine is pretty good. I do actually play that one. I like that one. Stinko, 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 stinko. Did you play Guillotine? Not yet. All right, we'll play it. Well, you don't have to play it right now. Let's just keep playing. Well, we don't have to do that. Let me say this now: the fact that you want to keep listening. The songs. Here's what I want to say. Before tells you, me that you like the sound of death grips. Before you get into it, I want to say I find it interesting. I like the idea. And I like I like punk rap. I like punk that rap. genre. It's interesting. Yes. And I don't want to. They're not like the originators of it because it's been you know kind of like that. I mean, but bad brains. You could. I mean, they're they were kind yeah, of punk rap a little of, bit. But not. But not I mean, the there's same. been not I mean, really this what, the Beastie Boys and ooh, things like that. Oh no. They're, you don't Ooh. think they're punk rap? They're punk rap. They are punk rap they in are. a different... They're like Ramones punk rap, mm. where... Oh, they're not like Ramones punk rap. Dee Dee? Oh, man. I'm, my point is is that it's like like this like simplified... Oh, yeah. Of sure. Yes. S- like super typical form of punk, where well, what we have now is very different. What we have now is, I think, because of Death Grips, with... Like uh, Suicide Boys doing their stuff with Tra- uh, Travis Barker. Right. You have Vic Mensa doing punk stuff. You have Denzel Curry going into punk. And I think a lot of that that influence is probably, you know, because of Death Grips, most likely. Well, Death Grips is they're originators of their sound because mm. their sound is more not just a punk rap. It has elements of punk. It has elements of rap. It also has elements of like glitch and electronic noise and, like and noise. experimental and things. All, yeah, it's a ton of different stuff. So like I'm imagining that most of our listeners are not familiar with Death Grips and so I don't know I don't even know like if our typical fan base would like Death Grips because I don't know what the typical fan, fan base, base. Yeah. <laughs> could you could you could you fifteen people please let us know what you like? That would be cool. Thank you. We need to know what you guys like. We let's yeah. let's send out a, 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 a whole. Ma- I want to send a, a mail. Everyone, everyone out there listening, fifteen of you could be twenty. Please send us your address. We're going to send you a mailer with a checkbox. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah, I want to know where you live. I mean, I want to know where to mail things to you. Definitely.
Definitely. What if we get like what if we run into like hanging chads and it throws off the whole thing? And it's not a punch. That's I didn't what say I punch. I told you a checkbox. Hanging, oh, hanging Chad Kroger, everybody. If you don't know, listen, if you check the wrong box and you scribble it out and check the right box, I'm going to know what it is. I'm not a machine. I wanted to make a Hanging Chad reference. I am not a machine. No one I else. am a human being. Here's guillotine. <laughs> Sit in the dark and ponder how one fit to make the bottom fall to the floor, and they all fall down. It goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. And that's what I want to throw to Tyler for his second segment, medieval. Medieval torture device history, once again. What do we have That's now? right. Two's... Oh, a guillotine. Well, this is an easy one. It's not necessarily medieval. Yeah. It's more French Revolution era. Give us the history it anyways. Was, it's a giant metal blade, typically angled. you got to get a decent Metal blade? That's a record company that has uh, hard rock and metal music on oh, it. Oh, man. Isn't that where cuckoo dolls were on or something like that? Listen, That's pretty bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't, want to, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just was thinking of Metal Blade Records, everybody. Every week, Check them out. Every week, Jared says, I didn't mean to interrupt you at least once. Right. <laughs> Starting to wonder I'll, if he really means I, it. Yeah, I don't know if he means it. I'm doing it on purpose. He just continually. We got a big old wedge-shaped piece of metal that's been sharpened down. It's got a, some t- a specific grind to it. It's not hollow ground, I'm sure. you know, And it just lops your head off. You hope it lops it off. If it definitely it will. Then... It does from the weight. It's heavy. Because what's happening is the metal, the the point, the, the, the edge of the blade is the only part that's as thin as that. As it goes up, it goes to a regular thickness of a plate of some sort, which is where the weight is. I mean, if there's and it's elevated, like it just hits you no. and sits, it could happen. Listen to me. Let me tell you a thing. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> That's where I'm going to start this conversation. But what? Jimmy Fallon nearly got his finger ripped off by his wedding ring because he tripped and caught it on the counter. Wedding rings are dull. If a big hunk of metal that's angled, that's dull, comes down on your head, on your neck, it's going to cut your head off. It doesn't even have to be that sharp to cut your head off. I'm not talking about the sharpness. I'm talking about the, the velocity. I don't think you're listening, friend. <laughs> it's a giant piece of metal. We're on different wavelengths. It's going to do something to you. <laughs> I don't you. know why we're arguing about this. Remember yeah, this is my about. segment, you rude boy. Oh, yeah. Good job. Hey, rude uh, boy. It's a, it's, that's a song, too, everybody. Did you read about they death They were grips? used. Historically, they were used. In fact, the king of France got his head lopped off by a guillotine during the French Revolution. We should use them more often. They caught your head in a basket. Wicker. Mm. Our sponsor this week is Wicker Basket. Good for catching heads. Good for catching heads. Thank All you. right. Jared? Did you read about their scheduled performance of Lollapalooza? I did. That Go ahead. They, uh, their performance was canceled after they did not show up for an after-party show that they were supposed to be at, at uh, the Bottom Lounge. All they did was they put up a playlist of pre-recorded tracks, and draped on the back of the stage was a printout of a fan's suicide note written to the band in the form of an email. That's what their performance was. Pretty but wild. it was and an after-party show. The night before. They canceled oh, their. The night they canceled Lollapalooza because they didn't show up to the performance that they had scheduled they got the canceled. night before. Yes. 
What a thing. Wow. And they destroyed the fans that were there expecting to see Death Grips destroyed the entire place because they were so mad. They destroyed all of the equipment that they had. Yep. The the note, I assume, probably the venue, uh, the bottom lounge in a hole, probably, as a whole. Pretty bad. Apparently, pretty bad deal. Apparently, Death Grips then claimed that that was the performance. Like that's the what people we, were. It was an art yeah, installation. Like a, exactly. Yeah. Good. I like it. That sounded like it was good. I'd love to have been part of it. That would have been fun. That would have been. We missed it. Boys. I feel like they're. Uh, do you think that they are kind of like Gigi Allen a little bit? I actually thought about maybe that. a little bit, but they're not like, you know. They're not outwardly trying to put on like a, a wild, disgusting performance. That's Gigi Allen like, like smeared thing. his own like Fecal feces matter. on himself and threw it at people and then peed on people in the crowd. That and guy. then he made people come on stage and give him oral sex and just basically like nearly raped people on stage. Yeah. Wow. Pretty uh pretty wild stuff from Gigi Allen. Later it was on Jerry Springer. Yeah. But he loved his mama. I know I saw part of the documentary. That's important. Merle's okay. He's got a weird mustache, but you know. They were also Death Grips, not uh, Gigi Allen. Of yes. course. That's who we're talking about. Death Grips, they were scheduled to be the supporting acts for Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden. And then that's when they abruptly disbanded. You would oh. think they could have probably been way big. Be- like, you know, the opening. I don't, I don't know. Not like that. way big as in, in terms of like, you know, uh, charts or anything like that. But they could have had more popularity opening for those two groups. They have a lot of internet popularity. Oh, yeah. They're very, very popular within the musical internet culture. Uh, For instance, uh, Mr. Dax's favorite man, Anthony Fantano, Uh really helped blow up their internet profile because he gave the Money Store a 10. He's only given a 10 to... Six albums, I think, over the whole time that he's been doing. Well, only the six. The drop. Yeah, Man. he's uh, daughters. You won't get what you want. Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts. Swans to be kind. To pimp a butterfly. Kendrick Lamar and the Money Store Death Grips. If I remember correctly, those are the only ones that he's done. What a prestigious honor they've been given. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that, like, if for like the internet culture, that's something that makes a difference for a band is to be highlighted in a really big way because a lot of people who like are big music fans are paying attention to Fantano and a lot of people who are paying attention to Fantano uh, are aware of the tens that he's given out so ever since he's given that out which was back in 2012 so that means that they've they've had internet success for the last seven years at least that help from him so I don't talk I don't I don't know I don't talk about Fantano a whole lot but he's a, a noteworthy thing to talk about in modern music in terms of his influence on modern music and how people listen to music. You know who else likes them? Who's that? Twilight actor Robert Pattinson. Really? <laughs> the <What>? future Batman. <laughs> I didn't know that. He was featured on uh, their track Birds from the album Government Plates Let's play where that. he played the guitar. Oh, he, he played guitar? He recorded... Robertson, Robert Pattinson playing it on his phone, which they later sampled and altered onto the song itself. Let's hear it. Birds. Yum, 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 yum. I shot the 
lot of guitar going on in that song. Mm-hmm. You okay there, Dax? I don't know. I'm just trying. Hurt? I'm trying to like him. You didn't like that last bit there? No. That was pretty good. No. It's not for everyone, and I recognize that for sure. There's a lot of music that like I understand is not like noise music just in general. Any kind of noise rock or noise hip hop or noise just noise is a hard sell for like a casual listener, and I recognize that for sure. But I don't know. One of the big appeals is not just because a lot of so to clarify this late into it, there's really two members of Death Grips. There's MC Ride who does the vocals, and then there is Zach Hill who does the production and all that. So Zach Hill's kind of the mind behind most of the creative side, and then obviously MC Ride brings kind of his energy to the vocals and all that. Does he he doesn't write the music though, does he? I don't think so. I, I think don't... it's basically all Zach Hill who does yeah. the musical like creation and i think mc ride does most of just the performance side of things mm-hmm. um so i understand that like the way that he produces things and the way that their music sounds is just very noisy to some people it's very abrasive it's very aggressive it's very in your face and some people do not like that so i get it yeah i want to like it i really do i, I can't stress that enough i think it's polarizing you should polarizing learn to be music. abrased then Learn to be abrased. I work on that. Yeah. Don't you like other abrasive things? No, he does. Like, like, like what? Like Do you some... like any noise rock music? I'm asking you. Think of things that are abrasive that you like. Like uh, daughters, uh, girls. Uh, swans. Swans. I don't think I do. Well, then that's your thing. Huh. You don't like abrasiveness. Wow. Now you know. You like. I mean, you like your music to be pleasant most of the time. You I like really music do. to be happy and pleasant and nice. That's why you like indie pop. That's why you like old folk. Like it's usually yeah, like pleasant, Spectre. easy to listen to. Okay. So on and so forth. I just crossed us over. I know you did. Thank you. Regina Spector. If you check out this week's episode of Good Band, Bad Band tomorrow, you can check out tomorrow's episode of Record Roundtable, Regina Spector. Be there. Do it. It's a good one. Now you have to because now it's in your brain. Inception. I hope you're sleeping while you listen to this. Good night. I hope you. I hope you're sleeping like Dave Mustang's arm. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you wake up unlike his arm. Oh, no. His arm took many years. All right, yeah, let's check, wake out. Check out the episode at either seven a.m. or noon, depending on yeah. what's out. All right. <laughs> now let's let's wake up okay. the listeners by telling them who we think is the good band and who's the bad band. They have. Uh, here's here's what I'll say. Okay. I'm gonna pick Megadeth as my choice, Absolutely. which everybody knew, knew I would. Knew it. They're uh, one of my favorite metal bands. I've kind of not been as into them here recently, but that's okay. But they have been nominated for like 12 Grammys, and they finally won for their newest album, Dystopia, in 2016. Did they really? Uh, a Grammy, and what was that it? is a long time. What was it? Best metal performance. Uh-huh. That that's the only thing they have. That's it. That's all the Grammys have. Best metal performance. It could be for an album. It could be for a song. It's all encompassing. They have one award. That's it. That's pretty metal. dumb. It's pretty bad. It's pretty dumb. Yes. They must be in cahoots with yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm not very it. happy because I listen to the. I watch the Grammys and they mean a lot to me, personally. Mm. So, so I'm very saddened to hear that they're not true? representing. You hate it that they're not representing genres particularly well. In their awards. It's almost as if you're surprised by it. <clears throat> so odd. They also, when they won the Grammy Award, they played a Metallica song. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and they oh, were not happy. That's, that's perfect. Funny. I don't know who made that mistake or if it was on purpose just to be spiteful. But Spiteful? Oh, wow. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. 
good. <laughs> Dax. Uh, I'm going to choose Death Grips. <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I choose Megadeth. I You're wanted to throw everybody around. Jerk. I know. I know. How could you? Knew, it, knew that. I picked Death Grips. Me too. I also picked Death Grips. Yeah. So we, we're I, tied as we anticipated. I, I find Megadeth to be, of course, good. I actually really enjoy them as a metal act. And metal is really not my, my strong suit in terms of music, but I do. I've always really liked Megadeth, but I just have a, a fondness for Death Grips and have for a long time. So it's kind of hard to beat them on this one. I'm not into thrash metal all that much. It's okay. And I don't even really know that I would consider Metallica to be thrash metal you mean in the way that? that the other three are. No, Metallica. They, they oh, were okay, originally. They started yeah, out as a thrash but, metal you know, band. But as on the, over was, the course of their career, you're like, mm, you don't really fit in with no. the other three. So right. it's kind of meh. Well, it's it's kind of, I think that with the big four, the idea is the instigators of thrash metal rather than, you know, like, Probably the other groups or whatever wouldn't be. I mean, all of them probably would still be other than Metallica would be considered, you know, like still those kind of groups. Right. But even Megadeth now, I don't like the stuff they put out here recently are, are, is less thrash metal and it's more just hard rock. Yeah, but no whatever, one listens but. to thrash metal anymore like that. Well, no one expects for new thrash people, metal in the same way. People do, but not as much. Yeah, but it was an it, it's a genre that fits in a specific era. I don't think you can mm-hmm. deny that. Yes. You know, when people go see Anthrax, they want them to play. They're not looking for Anthrax to make a bunch of new Anthrax thrash metal songs, okay? I know. They were on Married with Children. Scott oh. Ian and Christina Applegate had a small flirty bit Ooh. in an episode. Was he caught in a mosh? He did. He did. Two people oh. that are cool. Anywho, so we're tied, boys. I guess that's that. We'll, we'll have to leave it to the listeners to boot one one side or the other. It's going to be to Megadeth. Yeah, we know, but that's okay. At least give them a chance. We won't know until the votes are in. So check your mailboxes for the mailers we're sending out once you give me your address. We'll be looking uh, for them. Don't worry. It'll all be good. He won't show up at your house, he promises. I promise. (laughs) And if he does, he'll definitely tell you that he's legally obligated to tell you (laughs) some things. I don't know how to use a map. Uh, So there's one thing. Ask the yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you vote in our poll, like us on Facebook, and check out all that other stuff. Tell your friends about it. Next week, we're talking about Waka Flocka Seagulls. I didn't remember what it was. Yeah, clearly. We know. That was completely obvious, in fact. (laughs)